0: Perfectly acceptable podcast, 137-point Spider-Man. What are we doing here, guys? Well, we're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Far From Homecoming 2. Yeah,
1: Far From Homecoming.
0: Far From (laughs) Homecoming. Did
1: you say fart from (laughs) homecoming? Fart From Homecoming.
0: Oh, he said fart only because he knew that it would sell Django.
2: (laughs) I (laughs) liked that movie a lot more now.
0: (laughs) I walked into that movie. I sat there with Roman, uh, Django, Justin, Eli, Brayden, and Sam.
2: And behind us were Mikhail... Lucas Cobra and Cobra yeah
0: yeah. Um, and uh, before the movie started Django said if if there's not fart jokes in it it's a wash he's wasted his time kinda. did you waste your time
2: kinda we were playing telephone there no I loved it oh okay there weren't many fart jokes, but I did like the movie a lot. Did you like the movie, Roman? Wait a minute. We're going to spoil this movie for Yeah, people. please. Yeah, Let's gonna, get this. Uh, sorry. No fart jokes. Big
0: spider spoilers. We just recorded our normal week podcast, so my flow is <laughs> a little bit off. Or are they
1: going to be spoilers? They could be Mysterio effects. You fucking playmate. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Roman, put your shirt on. You can't run your fingers through your own hairy chest and say things like that. Sure so we're I can. i from
2: another dimension. We are the Comics Place. We read a bunch of comics. Also, we watch comic movies, and uh, sometimes we talk about them. This time we're talking about Spider-Man. Far from home.
0: Sometimes we go see those comic movies two times, like a second time within 24 hours. Yeah, you went, you went like... Like fourteen hours later, I did.
2: <laughs> I've never heard of that from you.
0: Yeah, it's not super normal for me. Yeah, we walked out of it. I was super in love with it. I had dreams about it. I woke up. We talked about it all day at the shop because people were asking about it. And then at like noon, I was just like, "I'm gonna have six hours before I have to come back for the podcast." Like, I, I want to see that movie again. Nothing stopping me. Yeah, so I went out there alone and uh, saw it again with a strange family to my left. Immediately to my left.
2: It was a good movie. I liked, uh, I mean, basically, well, if you've seen the trailer, you know what happens. If you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you know
0: what happened. Well, but let's even, before we get super deep in there, Django, we had a conversation I really enjoyed this morning. Oh, um, I try to avoid those in the mornings. And, uh... And it actually had a lot to do with the trailer. So in the trailer, it was introduced, and so spoilers, but it was introduced this idea that when Thanos snapped, a multiverse was created of a bunch of different possibilities, and Mysterio claimed that he was from an alternate reality and brought him here. We know by the end of the movie that that's not true. And Django was like, I really liked that. And I was like, I actually don't like it that much. I really like that
2: it happened in the trailer that
0: right that it fueled all and that. i didn't like that it happened in the trailer at the time because i said like i would have loved to have that beat happen in the movie and have to acclimate to oh wow a multiverse exists oh my god and he's from it and then have that whole thing shut down when you realize it's it's not happening as it stands we were introduced to this idea of the multiversal concept months before it came out so people were really set on understanding how that was how it was what it was going to be about and what the uh, impetus for his existence was. Um, and that it didn't end up happening. I would have really liked to go on that emotional roller coaster all within the movie. But Django brought up a really awesome point that really changed the way that I have thought about it, which is because they did that, we had a couple months of people being like, this is how they're going to bring the Fantastic Four in, or this is how they're going to bring the X Men in. And it. Yeah, there was a couple-month period of people hypothesizing about the future of this huge billion-dollar film franchise and how they're going to be telling these stories, and that was a lot of fun. And that speaks to how movies are solicited now. And him mentioning that to me made me realize that, no, I actually wouldn't trade that for a more fun ride, I guess.
2: We have, like, the last 10 or 15 years of media growing along with the Internet in a way that people... A lot of people have figured out kind of how to suck all the fun out of put it in a of trailer. Well, no, yeah, yeah. So put it in a trailer, but then you have like, like frame by frame discussions about a trailer, and people are yeah. like, "Oh, well, that's obviously so and so in the background of you know the the twenty-two second mark of the trailer to international edition or whatever," yeah. and. We have all this information at our fingertips, and, and not only is it at our fingertips, but if you engage in social media at all, it's being thrown at your eyeballs. So being able to go into a movie and find out that everything that you've seen and heard about that movie is not as it seems, I think is really impressive in a similar way. Way to how this week Robert Kirkman ended Walking Dead without announcing it. Right. So, like, in order to give people a story that they haven't already seen dissected and discussed, the people who are advertising the stories are having to get a little bit trickier. And I really appreciate like kind of that meta game that they're playing with us.
0: And that meta game, yeah, it's it's that meta game, but it also catered to. Birthing and enriching a community mm-hmm. that specifically exists to share ideas about a fictional universe, and it's in doing that and in doing that trailer the way that they did, it brought a little bit of what makes a Wednesday at a comic shop f- wonderful.
2: Yeah, to to a the movie-sized yeah, audience yeah, instead and of and just to the, the tiny internet, comic which is normally audience. a cesspool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah, I I, I really I. I applaud them for that. Um, I walked out of it the first time and I was like, that is fucking great. It was a crown jewel. Um, I would say that the Spider-Man movies of all of the threads of Marvel movies, of you know, Thor, Captain America. The other ones. The other ones. Uh, the Spider-Man ones are my favorite. Um, Both of them. Yeah. And there's only two, but there's only like at most three of other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're awesome. Leaving it the second time, I didn't love it quite as much. There, there are some pacing issues. If it were, if you divide it into fourths, the second fourth is pretty slow. Mm-hmm. From the time that they fight the first elemental till the time that they beat that second elemental, right? Um, that's your doze off period. Right. That's your. I worked a Wednesday and I have to <laughs> go back to the work, so I'm gonna nap here. This doesn't um, work, this is podcast, baby. <clears throat> no, I, I said I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to go back to the place where I work <laughs> and I, where I party with my shirt off with my other shirtless boys, um, <laughs> which is the comic shop. Um, but as soon as that big reveal happens with Mysterio, and again, spoilers, but as soon as you realize that Mysterio is a bad guy yeah. and all of that was a lie and everything is an illusion, that's when the whole second half of the it's movie... Kicks in. Kicks in. So, Django, I think what you said about the pacing... Uh, and your ride on the pacing, uh, I would agree with.
2: Yeah, it was it, uh, the. For me, about a third of the way through, I had the thought, this is really paint by numbers. And I'm not super stoked about it. And by the time Mysterio was revealed to be a bad guy, I realized that they kind of had to do that. Sort of wrote, this is the story set up, this is the the high school kind of storyline and this is like the real generic superhero stuff in order to give us this twist and to set up all of the relationships like just just in his class they did a really good job of having this cascading series of events where these characters are like each student has their own arc and in the very beginning it just seemed like an ensemble pile of paint by numbers and by the end, I, I loved it. I, I liked every every character for different reasons. And I don't know, man. I was I was entertained the whole time. And Martin Starr can read <laughs> me bedtime stories anytime
0: he wants. Yeah, I love Martin Starr in this role because it's so not Martin Starr. Although I guess his Silicon Valley role is pretty not Martin Starr as well. Yeah. Who's Martin Starr? Martin Starr is from Freaks and Geeks originally. Bill. Um, but he is in uh, Silicon Valley, which I don't think you've watched. And he's the chaperone. in most other Judd Apatow movies. Like which but one? He's the There's the two chaperones. He's the white bearded dude okay. that is just a fuck up. Okay. Um, yeah. What
1: do you think of it, Roman? I I really i just think about what Jeff said earlier because it's like, darn! I say I, I forgot that was in the trailer. Yeah. Be- because. I wish I could – this is one of those things sometimes I wish I could approach, like, movies and stuff like this, like, cold, not knowing as much stuff. Because as soon as you – for me, as soon as I knew it was Mysterio, it was like, well, you can't trust – Mysterio's always bad. You well, can't trust anything <clears throat> they say about him. Of course he's not from another universe. He's a bad guy.
0: And that was why with your – what you had said about, like, you know, a third of the way through being like, this is really paint by numbers, that never happened for me mm-hmm. because – and I know that you know it as well. But I was just waiting for the turn. Because I knew that Mysterio was bad. I knew that his story wasn't true. I knew that he was lying.
2: I swallowed that he was from another earth. And it wasn't until Peter put the glasses on him and he looked just like Tony Stark. That I was like, wait a minute. Shit's going to get fucked yeah. right now. That's That was that was the moment for me that I was like, okay. And they're they're
0: going to fix this. I swallowed yeah. that he was from another earth. I was like, okay. But I also intentionally minutes in was was like okay let's pretend like let's let's do this from sam glasses who has never heard of mysterio so i right. intentionally was like let's try and ride this train sure having never heard of mysterio um
1: yeah see that would have been fun to do because that didn't even occur to me to do that yeah I was just like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna reveal his true thing at any moment.
0: Well, you've been
2: reading comics uh, for your entire thirty six years. Yeah,
1: all so. thirty six
0: years well,
1: of them. My favorite thing in this about him is because I love Mysterio in the comics. He's one of my favorite villains, but he's almost never written well.
0: One of the best costumes ever. Yeah, yeah, best
1: costume. And this movie and Doctor Strange are like things I would I never thought that we'd see visually live action Steve Ditko artwork portrayed on the screen. Yeah, In those they two Finally, movies. got pixels to look like Steve Ditko drawings.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. W- Were the, there the
0: overt mis- Ditko references?
1: Oh yeah, Mysterio's wall well, of his illusion stuff, uh-huh. like the big concrete fist coming out. Uh-huh. That's from like I think one of the first Mysterio stories. Okay. And well, later on, there's a Jerry Conway reference to a, the wall that he's he thinks he's punching bad guys. It's a it's a brick wall. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that wasn't Ditko, that was but awesome. that was later. But just the illusions, the way they did that with the the. The depth and, the, like, the cascading room
0: or and, whatever. And the way that it – you never relaxed. That yeah. Like, it cascaded yeah. from one thing into another thing. There was never a point where you could, as an audience member, get your bearing, which so accurately yeah. made those Mysterio – like, I, I think that – yeah, I totally agree. That was a fantastic yeah. bit of so visual so well done. I think
1: even the image of – I think there was a shot of – Spider-Man, and the camera pulls back, and he's like trapped in Mysterio's
0: orb helmet. Oh, he's, he's, he's in a, like a snow globe. He's in a snow globe. Yeah, I think the that's snow. from a
1: Ditko story. Yeah, I think. I'm not sure, but
0: that sounds kind of nihilistic, Ditko. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was really. It was exhausting and scary. I remember like Justin turning to you and being like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. As it was happening, and the first time that it stopped, I went like out loud. I was like, "Thank God!" Like it was awesome to be a part of in terms of how accurately it was portraying, like, portraying the stress and overwhelming nature of not being able to trust any part of your surrounding.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's, yeah. so I think that's a really good example of when movies do something way better for me than comic books can. Mm-hmm. Because if I read that scene in a comic, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's under some stress. But I watched that in the movie and was like, fuck, this is really intense. Yeah. I can hardly handle it. Um, like, you know, Drug trip scenes in a movie, for me, are totally different than in a yeah. comic book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the movie the movie knocked that out of the
0: park. Have I ever told yeah. you that I think that you would really benefit from taking some mushrooms?
2: Yeah, I'd probably dig some of those comics a lot more. <laughs> Promethea. Can I... Can I more than it sense uh, all of a sudden. Can I read the Promethea um, omnibuses while I... We, 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 keister muster, you mushrooms? You put them in your right? Butt right? Butt You put hole. them yeah. in your butt? You put them in your Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, get me Promethea, Get me some. Get me some. I'll uh, even
0: wrap. I'll even wrap it in the saran wrap for your butthole. I'll kiss and tie the rubber band as is tradition. If you're gonna, w-
2: whatever it takes. Uh, Portobellas are too big for me, but uh-huh. like some uh, adult creminis would be fine.
0: Absolutely, I can. Yeah. I know you can keister an adult cremini. Oh yeah, and so, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that glorious sphincter. Um, Man, I was going to advertise this to other people, but. Uh. You just you <laughs> you always have a way of bringing it back to Keistering something. Um, I totally agree. I think every character had a really good arc. I think that Ned, who should be named Genki, um, had a great arc. I think uh, Flash,
1: even Flash, yeah, the ver- that was one of the big surprises for me. I was like, oh. Don't make me feel bad for Flash. Yeah, I so, yeah. I suddenly there's something about this character I like yeah. now. And that was such so an interesting in
0: <laughs> inclusion of like, oh, servant guy. M- mother wasn't able to make it. And you're like, ooh, that was just put in there to yeah. make me feel bad. Yeah. Um, Who was the dink that I uh,
2: was trying to get with Mary Jane the whole time?
0: I had Dan or Brian or some shit. Yeah. Dane. Okay, so yeah. he's not a... Not that I know of. Not that I know okay. of. Yeah. I
2: okay. Thought, I thought that I was missing a part of my Spider-Man no. vocabulary.
0: Um, I think the. So, the thing that draws me so much to that movie is the relationship between Peter and Mary Jane, or like the actors, Tom Holland and Zendaya, or Zendaya. Um, I think they have a fantastic chemistry. I have never liked the character. Mary Jane um her portrayal in comics and media has just never been a person i'm attracted to she's kind of just vapid. Like, vapid superficial model taking for granted peter assuming peter is taking for granted her like i just it seemed like an adolescent person in the 90s fantasizing about what the perfect thing would be and then they made that which well, she's just,
2: been around a lot longer than that yeah
0: but it feels like but, an 80s 90s fantasy trip you know like yeah. of a uh, anyway it um i just want to be with a supermodel it's like yeah um and i am. i love her in this movie i i think the actress is amazing i think that their chemistry is amazing i think that that sequence on the bridge at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. is worth the price of admission like that was why i saw it a second time that was like (laughs) that was like the whole movie kind of is centered on that scene for me and the emotional punch that it was able to still give me on a second viewing. Um, man, if you can make me remember being 17, like just, and before that scene, there's the scene where he tells, she finds out that he's Spider-Man, but he goes to her hotel room and he's just, because the, the monster attacks have meant that they need to go home. So, Edith is now saying, like, has planned for them to go home, so they're all getting ready to go the night before, so he goes to Mary Jane's room, and he's just like, hey, I'm not ready for this trip to be over. Do you want to, like, go hang out? And she's like, well, that doesn't even finish this, and she's like, Yes um and like that moment like i've lived that moment i've had that moment i've gone on those school trips they were the best part of high school that's why i remember high school and i remember that feeling of being like one or two days left and having all this hope and aspiration for this event and having it not happened yet and that moment where you're just like twitching violently before the light goes out to make those dreams a reality um
2: so good so I think it's interesting because that the, those, those scenes definitely, I think, were really, really well done. And I felt them kind of uh, pulling at the cockles of my heart, if you know what I mean.
0: You're, yeah, your cockles. Yeah.
2: Um, but the parts that really got me were the way that Peter was affected by Tony's death. Yeah. And the way Happy was affected by Tony's death and kind of how, you know, like, out of Tony's gift, Peter fucked up and learned something big. And Tony gave him all the rope he needed to, to completely shit that bed and then figure it out and fix it. And like the amount of trust that Tony had in Peter and the, the line where happy says like he wouldn't have done what he did if, if he hadn't met you or didn't know that you'd be around here afterwards. Um, I, I thought that that was really powerful, and just the like. And maybe this is a, an age difference thing between us because I can barely remember high school, and I think I was more of a fumbling fool with girls than you were.
0: I was not. I had one girlfriend. I had one girl, but I, it, yeah.
2: I'm just saying. Trust me. I think I was more of a fumbling okay. fool than you were in high
0: school. <laughs> uh,
2: watching the Happy and Aunt May relationship, yeah, was what I related to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That like. Those movies are so good at just saying, all right, let's do this thing. Like none of it, none of it can just be organic. You know, like these are, these are billion dollar movies that they are like scientifically-
0: It's like pop music.
2: Yeah, they're scientifically made to make us feel things. You say you
0: don't like pop music. It's just that you want to be hip and not like pop music. But they wrote the algorithm. This song makes you feel this. Yeah, Get over it. Show
2: me your brainwaves, liar. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and these movies do that same thing, and I don't give a shit. Like, manipulate me all you want. Um, You know, I was excited when they wanted me to be excited. I was happy. I was sad. I was, you know, in love and disappointed at every point and – it's just it it's just fun, start to finish and exciting, and like I don't know, man, even even knowing that that they wrote these things to make me feel these things, full marks for making me feel them
0: well. And, you know, I think that every one of their franchises, like Iron Man or Thor or Captain America or Spider-Man, like all of these ones, they're just, it's like a certain dial dialed into a kind of particularly different frequency. Yeah. It might not be true, but I, to me, I'm just like, fuck yeah, those Captain America movies are just Django movies. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's so perfect. And, uh... I could see like the Doctor Strange one being a uniquely Roman movie. Uh, these Spider Man ones are dialed right into my frequency of just like <laughs> feedback overcome. It's just you know it's it, it's. I've liked all of the Marvel movies. They're all fine to me. I think they're all very good, um, but these ones dial into that deep resonance for me. So I'm curious, Roman. What was what 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 did you like? the most about it. We actually haven't had a chance to really talk about it much yet because we saw it late last night. Um,
2: and he's been asleep since we started this podcast. But
0: I <laughs> I have to assume that you loved it because I yeah. loved it. Oh, yeah, I did. So I'm curious what you loved about it.
1: Um, Well, like I already said, my fa- my favorite thing in it actually was Mysterio. Yeah. Just, just seeing him, seeing his powers, uh, seeing his machinations because nowadays with technology, they can actually do an effective Mysterio yeah. and make him... Believable? Better than yeah, believable and better than he's ever been is in the comics.
0: Scary, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's the heart of anxiety. I can't trust anything that I'm perceiving.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and also I realized last night that I think some of and some of that is the fact that all the Mysterio stories up until recently have been written by guys older than me. That don't really understand technology, so they can never really put in cool technological stuff in the comics that actually would explain how he does this stuff.
0: So that's that's a really good point, and one thing that I thought kind of my my whole way through both viewings of it. I, I think, like, a year ago, I I just, like, openly, loudly complained about drones on the podcast because I'm so <laughs> fucking sick of drones being, like, a, it's like a deus ex machina. Like, they use them for everything, just, like, but it's your generic drone of, like, just a little block with four yeah. circles over it that hover around. And I fucking just, like, do something imaginative, like... But this thing These
1: were very imaginative, like Reed Richards drones. Yeah, like
0: what is threatening <coughs> a, about a drone? It's not just that a thing can hover and videotape you. They're actively moving projectors. Yeah, and they were
1: just part of the system because yeah. they were projectors and weapons and
0: the universe, science heard stuff. You, Jeffrey. Yeah, well it's just that like part of me was like, fuck, it's drones. And then I was like, actually no, this is very different drones. Did
2: I tell you about the the video I watched on drones? No. Like weaponized drones? Little little like three-inch-sized drones that can use facial recognition and a little explosive charge to just come at you and blow you up. It's a real thing. I'm sure. It's scary as hell.
0: Wow. Yeah, man, you got to not piss off so many people, Django. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I, hey, listen, you're making me mad. I put
2: on my Jeff mask when I Yeah, what's I go the outside? documentary
0: <laughs> so I can find out how to get your face blown up? <laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say, until he said, I was like, yeah, whenever I do something, you know, and get caught, I whenever just say, I, I'm just saying I'm Django born.
0: Yeah, yeah. It,
1: <laughs> the other thing I love, some of the other stuff I loved in this, and again, actually, it's a Ditko thing when they showed Spider-Man, because I, I thought it was a one-off in Homecoming, when they showed him in this where he... Spreads his arms and legs and does the the spider web glide thing. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I want oh him to man. fly
2: so bad. <laughs> I want a
1: fly suit. So, I love the fact he takes Mary Jane out and it's terrifying, yeah. and she doesn't ever want to do what it again. What about
2: the night monkey outfit?
0: The the Spider Man <laughs> Noir. Yeah, that, yeah, that old cool. night monkey bit is yeah. is really yeah. a delight. Yeah, uh, Ned is so charming I love Ned's just weekend you know week long relationship with the girl that Betty um, <laughs> Betty the yeah, hot girl Betty, in class yeah, yeah. Betty Brandt Betty Brandt yeah. um, and then they break up at the end and it's that's just, they're all but so at peace I love Yeah, Ned's arc is, is so good um, the paranoid chaperone that everything is the fault of witches <laughs> and that like when they find out that whatever the creep is like took that picture of Peter when he was in his underwear he comes he's like alright I'm gonna be the cool teacher you got to stop taking cameras into the bathrooms, man. It's not in stalls, not, not in cool. urinals. Like, yeah. It's not cool. And yeah. I like it's just that an that like, amazing line of dialogue. Not in stalls <laughs> and not in urinals. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that they incorporate all that kind of current stuff with the old classic Spider-Man stuff. Um, well,
2: and I felt like the Mysterio line at the end where he's like, you can't trust anything you see. I felt like that was a direct reference to like... Current well, yeah, political it, events. What did he say? Right? Is
0: something to the effect of like people need something to believe in and they'll believe, and not even believe mm-hmm. in, people need something to believe and they'll believe anything. Yeah. And that is so sad and so true, and no one questions where information comes from. So here's my question. Um, at the end, spoilers. First credit scene, J.K. Simmons is still J. Jonah Jameson, which is amazing. Yeah. Because I was nine years old when I went and saw the first Spider Man. Wait,
2: so is this a prequel to the other Spider Man? And movies? I was
0: blown away. I was like, that guy is J. Jonah yeah. Jameson. So to make him a through line is amazing. I don't know if he was in the Andrew Garfield ones, but I don't think he was. Um somebody else
2: might have played him. But uh Perry White played him.
0: Okay. I I guess the thing that I walked away from this with is that my two favorite comic book characters are Spider-Man and Batman they're my favorites Batman there's a wealth of comic books to read that support him being my favorite character Spider-Man has a number of comic book runs that I love that support him being my favorite character but not nearly as much as Batman for me I loved this animated Spider-Man show growing up I've loved other animated Spider-Man shows I've loved the movies growing up I've loved a number of the comics but I do rely on a weird injection of just concentrated Spider-Man juice into me.
2: Because you can't rely on that month to month.
0: I can't rely on it month to month because the comic books are him older. They're him doing very different stuff. It's not yeah. what I love about Spider-Man. So I actually have to look elsewhere to get that Spider-Man fix. And this movie delivered that um Ten times over. Like I wasn't expecting it to, but it, it did just that. And that's a that's a feeling that I commonly get after a Spider-Man movie. I really like the Andrew Garfield ones. They, yeah, they also gave me that. both of them. Yeah. Wow. I know the second one had some ridiculous stuff in it, but I I loved that movie for not knowing if they were gonna kill Gwen in it. Like it, it yeah, maintained that, that was, it was awesome. its own continuity the whole time. So I liked that.
2: Okay, so let's talk for a minute about the Stan Lee cameo. Marvel's not sharing.
0: What do you mean? Well,
2: at some point, James Gunn filmed like 17 Stan Lee cameos. Oh, really? And Spider-Man is still technically a Sony movie that Marvel is allowed to do a bunch of stuff with. Mm-hmm. Because Sony couldn't couldn't make a successful box office hit with Spider-Man. So in this, there is no Stan Lee cameo, which I thought was interesting. It's the very first one that we haven't had Stan Lee in one of these movies, right? Uh-huh. What the fuck?
0: He wasn't in the first Spider-Man one.
2: Yeah, I think he was. Okay. Um, but he was
0: also alive. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. He's been in cameoed in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I didn't know the Jam- James Gunn videoed a whole bunch of different cameos for other movies. That's very funny. Yeah. That's probably why they hired him back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is funny because I I just assumed it wasn't a cameo because he was dead.
0: Yeah. And I think that it's very okay to stop doing Stanley cameos.
2: I don't think they will in most of the movies. Yeah. And honestly, they take me out of the movie for a second
0: every yeah. single time. Yeah. Like um, if
2: he'd been on the bus driver, I would have been bombed. I'm done with them. Um, very end with uh, the scrolls. I didn't get that. I didn't either. So and I didn't sorry,
0: stay for everybody it for who thinks we know time. everything. Um,
1: well, weren't those just scrolls that were had stayed on Earth in the Captain Marvel movie?
0: And it was the same ones.
1: Yeah, Talos and. Yeah. The other one. But like
0: why so was Nick Fury throughout the whole movie that scroll? And I think yeah. so. And then did we wake up Nick Fury who was just out on the, you know, the hammer satellite out there and why? I
2: think he was and there was one reference in the middle of the movie that didn't quite make sense about Captain Marvel, right?
0: Don't say her name or like Yeah,
2: yeah and I think that was the scroll coming out. Oh. And saying, don't even mention oh, Captain that
0: Marvel. Would,
1: that makes sense then. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I, I could have done without the idea that I wasn't actually watching Nick Fury the whole time. I,
0: w- I wanted it to be him. I want the relationship between Nick Fury and Peter to be a thing that I'm watching develop. Yeah. Don't take that from me.
2: Yeah. Who, who knows? I, I hope that Marvel keeps their hand on the rudder of Spider-Man. The rumors that I've heard are that this was their last... Oh, really? Their last con- contracted movie, uh, and Sony might just take it all back. Oof. I think that would be a gigantic mistake on yeah. Sony's part um, because a lot of what makes these movies so good is just the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe touchstones and Marvel knowing how to write if a fucking Sony movie. If Sony took
0: it back, would Tom Holland still be Spider-Man?
2: I think it would be New Guy.
0: Yeah, they nice. cannot possibly do a fourth Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. They cannot do it.
2: No. No, that would be a disaster. No,
0: they can't have a fourth I, th- I think they or... would keep him. Yeah.
2: Um, but I, I don't think that it would be as – it would probably feel like the Venom movie, I guess.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we should have been... said our names in the beginning Yeah, probably. we didn't though. Yeah. Um, they know who we are. Yeah, unless anybody else listens to this new one. I, I can't really stress how much I loved this. <sighs> I was trying to think about how – like, I was trying to quantify it numerically as I was in it and it's a gooey duck it's a 10 it's a 10 it is a 10 for me um for you. i think i said like 9.5 10 for end game and that honestly it's such a different equation yeah. for me this one resonates so personally deeply but it's it's definitely a 10 for me where it's going to be in two years it could be lower than that but um these Not spider-man if you movies, watch it again
2: in two years
0: i know you're right but the, these spider-man movies are like a, a key fitting into a lock that I is generally unturned for me in the Marvel movies.
2: I give it an eight. I didn't fall asleep, and I wasn't <laughs> mad at it
0: at the end for being kind of boring in the beginning and not having any farts in it.
2: That was the trailers. That was the trailers. That was. That oh, it's so like a, talking
0: about for the movie.
2: No, nah, it was like a four-day joke that most of you guys weren't even around for. I definitely wasn't. Like I went to see Toy Story, and a third of the trailers for the cartoons had fart jokes at the very end of them. And I was hoping, like, I set up this thing where I told Justin right out of the gate that if there's no fart joke in the trailer, I wasn't interested. And then none of the trailers were the same ones that I saw that had fart jokes. So it was like, you know, the whole thing spiraled out of control now. I give this movie an eight. The end. Hmm. Not every joke I have has to work, Jeff. Was it even a joke, Django? It would have been. (laughs) Have another biscuit. It would have been. I was trying to be. You
0: know what I want. What? I want to see The Rock in a movie. Is Black Adam?
2: No. Yes. Dude,
0: I tell you what, I'm actually. Is that new Jumanji movie? That give looks me, really funny. Give me less and less serious rock roles progressively.
2: I want to see him as Charlie Brown, man. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I heard you say that last night. The Rock night. is Charlie Brown. Sit, sit with it for a minute. I have. No, just think 24 about it. hours,
0: in fact. Think about it. I'll give it another 24. Would be I'll funny. give it one more key for Sutherland.
1: It'd be pretty funny to see him flying through, <laughs> fl- flying through the air, going oh, when when Lucy pulls the ball out of the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sip, I agree. Sit with that. I do. I, all I can think about who would, is who would play Linus.
2: Um, jeez. Okay, Roman. Oh,
0: okay. No. 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 Oh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of Roman. <laughs> he always
1: was one of my favorites.
0: Hey, listen, everybody. We're gonna have a new logo coming up on the oh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're really sure. excited about it. I would expect it within a couple weeks. Maybe tomorrow. I would say, what if we try to unveil it for episode 140? We'll see.
2: We'll see.
1: Okay.
0: So anyway. Yeah.
2: What do you give it, Roman? The movie, not the logo.
1: The logo, I'll give it a six. Uh, He's <laughs> just not happy with it. I'm going to tell Evan. <laughs> oh, wait. Evan's doing it? I'll give it a ten. Too late. <laughs> Evan gets a ten. Um, He's very cute. The movie, I'll will give it ai give it a ten. I really liked it. <sighs> was a lucky fun. 10 yeah yeah i like i mean i give land get in 10 also but but i love the fact it's got things that relate to everybody like my high school experience Wasn't that nothing on the bridge made me think of my experiences in high school because nothing ever came close to
0: no, not the bridge experience? That was a perfect experience. But I mean, the going to the room and saying, I'm not done, none of that, the Hail Mary pass to get something out of a school trip that you're not supposed to get, but you somehow did. Yeah, see,
1: I never had that either because I was never involved in anything in school that went on trips. If you're listening
0: (laughs) to this and you're in high school, join band yeah yeah i is <laughs> not lying to you
1: <laughs> yeah i was never in band i was never in any anything organized like that but the fact that was a foreign those...
0: exchange student he grew up in a fucking airstream
2: <laughs> people thought i was a foreign exchange student because of the combination of vowels and consonants in my one name. two and, and i also shlee. just wore like button-up shirts all the time <laughs> they thought i was from france or croatian man <laughs> yeah shlee. yeah
1: yeah you know i was i was involved in the the Journal, unofficial journalism class and stuff because you liked Marquette and, like and Spider Man with a typewriter, <laughs> Peter Parker. No, there was a couple other kids. Uh, um, listen, if
2: if you like this show, oh, sorry, Jesus, I, I, did you cut
1: my guy off? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> I, I was trying, no, I was just trying to say, I love the fact that this movie, these Spider Man movies, has something that everybody can identify with in them, even from our different experiences. Well,
0: I love hearing that and I'm inferring from your head gesture, but I love Django saying that what he got into it was the happy and Aunt May relationship. Yeah. What Roman
2: got out of it is that he's basically just a special effects guy.
0: Well, no, (laughs) no. I I also
1: identified more with the happy Mary Jane... Or, jeez.
0: Aunt oh, May relationship. God, that would be
1: Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the... yeah. It
0: would <laughs> <The story laughs> of stop Roman taking
1: pictures of people in their underwear. Um,
0: um, but no, I, uh, I, I also I, I think it's so awesome that the happy uh, Aunt May thing is as resonant as it was and works so well. They, I think it was just a a, a relationship tour de force. It was yeah. all, it was my favorite parts of fiction put into a Marvel movie, and they've just not really put that into other ones in the way that they did with that one. If you like this podcast, listen to our other ones. Okay. The end. Hey, kids. have an ice cream? Did you like this ice cream that you just had? That's so good. Also, we make balloon animals. We do the balloon animals and the ice cream for free on our weekly podcast, The Perfectly Acceptable Podcast, <laughs> where we just recorded episode 137. Do you like ice cream? That's super cool. We'll have it live episode 150 coming up ice cream for you um metaphorical that is uh so thank you so much for listening to this we had a blast boys it was so good to go see that movie with you i liked it a lot on a tuesday night this week what a bonkers thing do you
2: think that they would let us just share seats next time like sit on each other's laps the whole time
0: that's what justin and i did and sam was just kind of odd man out
2: oh man me too i didn't even know it till now yeah
0: there was, a knee, there was a knee pile knee pile. I think we all up. sat
2: on Jeff's lap
1: at the end.
0: J- Django oh. was thinking about something else. Oh. Uh, I'm Jeff. Thanks a ton for listening. Thank you, Spider-Man, for being my guy and for just periodically giving me those things that remind me you're a diamond that lives in the cave of my heart.
2: I'm Django. I'm the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm, I'm I'm Roman. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I got my squirt guns and balloon animals. I'm Django. You want a wiener dog? Ding, 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 ding. You guys want some tofu lettuce wraps? I
1: what got, was I, your outro. I got, I got no outro. I can't follow that. I'm, I'm Roman. Mean, I got no outro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Django's the bearded tour guy. Jeez. <laughs> the bearded tour guy. They're they're camp counselor, whatever the hell he wants. The school tour guy. I'm yeah, Bill. What's yeah, Bill?